Why do I have two Skypes open? Okay, I'm right now I'm on target. I'm trying to figure out the difference between these bounty paper towels. <laughs> eight equals 20 doubles plus. Eight equals 18 triples. Eight equals 24 doubles. Eight equals 18 singles plus simples plus. Jesus Christ. What's how, how do I get the most paper towel for the least amount of money? That's what I want to just know. Need, you know, like how many sins per sheet. You, <laughs> that's all they need to tell you. It's, it's too much. It's too difficult. I think it's been like three months since we recorded or two months. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been two weeks since we were supposed to record. So I've forgotten a lot of these episodes. So it's on you. (laughs) It's on you too. (laughs) It's It's mostly on you. No, it's mostly you. It's okay. Um, Let's see. You were here since the last time we recorded. Yeah. I visited (laughs) Will in Portland. I met his little puppies. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> These dolls are getting on my nerves lately. Max has just started doing weird shit all of a sudden that he didn't do before. So I'm trying to teach him not to do that. Uh, yeah, I forgot that we had talked about recording a commentary because I wanted to do that, but I just forgot about it. I think I had said we were going to finish this podcast by the end of the year, but I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> you're going out of town. What? Yeah, I'm going out of town for two weeks. What if we finished it by the end of the Chinese year? <laughs> just maybe, in, just maybe in February. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, then that counts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where am I? Notes. So, uh, this is Spartacast. Um, oh yeah, one thing I noticed when I was resubscribing is that your video game podcast hadn't updated in a while. Yeah, you can blame Matt for that, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have so much stuff about video games that I want to talk about. Oh, me too. I've got plenty of video game stuff <laughs> and board game stuff and game stuff in general. And and I kept adding it to a document of things to talk about and kept asking Matt, when are we going to record? When are we going to record? And he would say a certain date, and then we would set it up, but then he would flake and we wouldn't do it. And then just recently on Hooplecast, he mentioned, oh, the new Shenmue came out and I'm playing a new, um, I don't know what other game he was playing. He's like, so we can we could record our game podcast. I'm like, excuse me, when it's games you play and you want to talk about, (laughs) then you want to record the podcast. I've got games I wanted to talk about all year long. You don't have time. Okay, so that podcast is done. I'm not doing it again. No. I've been jerked around one too, one too many times. Well, maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. So something I don't have to do a lot of editing. I could just hop on and say stuff and be done with it. I don't know. Yeah, you could do that. Just a streaming thing. Yeah, I've been doing some Twitch streaming. I have a new 4K camera. Not that people want to see me in 4K, but we'll see if I put it to use. Uh, this is Spartacast. We have... Two more episodes, episodes seven and eight, I believe, of season three, War of the Damned. But first, Matt, did your historical research turn up anything? Yeah, it did. I have a, I have a lot here. And two weeks ago, I knew exactly how I was going to condense it so that it wouldn't take up so much time. But now I haven't looked at it in two years. So it's just like a giant wall of text. I don't know where to start. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'll just do the best I can. Uh, this is about Crassus, our our friend Crassus, who's the lead villain this season. Yeah, Marcus Crassus. Marcus Crassus, real person, was a Roman general and politician, <clears throat> amassing an enormous fortune during his life. He was considered the wealthiest man in Roman history and among the richest men in all of history. Are you still there? Uh, yes, I'm muted because I was coughing. <laughs> I, okay. Because the the audio changed when he muted, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't going to keep going if you weren't there. All right, you're okay. If you want to mute again, that's fine. I understand what's happening now. Okay. Um, this is just a bit of a side story. He was embroiled in a scandal when he was accused of getting too familiar with a Vestal virgin. He was acquitted, though, on the grounds that he had only been interested in getting a lower property price for one of his development schemes. And as Plutarch put it, his reputation for respectability was saved by his reputation for avarice. I don't really quite get that. I don't know why I read that, because now that I'm reading it back, I don't understand how being interested in getting lower property prices uh, is an acquittal for getting too familiar with the Vestal Virgin. Like, where's there's a connective tissue there that's not there. 
Yeah, uh, anyway, different times. <laughs> it was, I guess, it was acceptable back then to sleep with somebody to get lower property prices. Maybe. Oh, maybe that was the scheme. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like there's a sentence in it that's missing. Uh, he was not a mean man, though. Rather, he was known as generous to his friends and pop- popular with the people. And it this came mostly from his offers of free parties and grain, and also his polite manner and lack of snobbery. He was a good orator, no doubt a skill that he honed via his many court cases, and he was helped by his love of philosophy. So it kind of seems like a different dude. Yeah. Did it say how he got his wealth? Because in the commentary they were saying something about you know, it was kind of, maybe not looked down upon, but he you know, he was really rich, but it was something to do with how he got his wealth that people didn't like. Um, He was a general. He ransacked and pillaged and stole stuff. And I think he also, just being in politics, he was able to set up certain things so that he benefited from whatever decisions were made. Uh, I think I do have a little bit more about his finances later and this uh, long, long thing about Crassus. Uh, so the slave rebellion of early 70s BCE led by Spartacus, the Thracian gladiator, would present Crassus, made praetor in 73 BCE, with an opportunity to flex his military muscle and gain further prestige with the Roman people. The slave army, numbering between 70,000 and 120,000. Uh, do you get that sense of scale on this show? No, <laughs> no me neither. I mean, they make it sound like it's a lot of people, but it doesn't look like a lot of people when they show it. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like 70,000 to 120,000. Yeah, that's... And there were only 200,000 people in the world that time. No, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> so now they were ravaging... The, this is the the slave horde. They were ravaging the southern Italian countryside, and it was Crassus who was entrusted with finally removing this thorn from Rome's heel. In 71 BCE, he unsuccessfully attempted to corner Spartacus in Brutium, where his lieutenant, Mummius, rashly disregarded Crassus's orders and openly attacked the slave army with two legions, was routed and even forced to abandon arms. In response to this setback, Crassus employed the ancient punishment of decimation on a 500-man section of Mummius's force, where one in ten legionnaires were killed by their fellows in full view of the whole army. Well, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. At the Battle of the Siler River... Crassus gained a decisive victory and captured 6,000 slaves alive. During the fighting, Spartacus attempted to kill Crassus personally, slaughtering his way toward the general's position, but he succeeded only in killing two of the centurions guarding Crassus. Spartacus himself is believed to have been killed in the battle, although his body was never recovered. The 6,000 captured slaves were crucified along the Via Appia by Crassus's orders at his command. Their bodies were not taken down afterwards, but remained rotting along Rome's principal route to the south, so I'm guessing we're going to see that next time we record. That we'll sounds. Say the battle may not happen exactly the way you just described it. Um, oh. Sometimes I wonder how much is true about that because I've heard the story about him trying to make his way to Crassus. That could just be something that you know the Romans made up or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, though it's kind of like a hero shot for the for Spartacus to whack his way through a bunch of guards toward his like that sounds like why would they want to tell that story <laughs> if it wasn't true i don't know i feel like we're gonna see that though that's that's i think that part something you know like that is but yeah oh and there's something else that we're definitely gonna see but it's right at the end of this uh again very long history lesson some of the prestige for suppressing the race, the slave rebellion, was also claimed by Crassus's great rival Pompey, who, returning from Spain, mopped up the slaves who'd escaped the battle. Pompey was given the honor of a triumph in recognition of his other military successes, whilst Crassus was given the lesser ovation. So a triumph is better than an ovation. Okay. Just an FYI. <laughs> So tuck that away for the future. Uh, splashing his cash, though, Crassus run favor by hosting a long round of lavish celebratory feasts for the people of Rome. He continued to pull strings behind the political scenes, functioning as a patron of younger men, such as Julius Caesar, whose debts Crassus guaranteed in 62 BCE. Caesar also persuade, persuaded Crassus to settle his differences with Pompey so that both would support Caesar's bid to become consul which he achieved in 59 BCE. I could have left all these uh, dates out. They don't mean anything to anybody. The three men, that's uh, Crassus, Julius Caesar, and Pompey, formed an open alliance known as the First Triumvirate, but it was at times an uneasy partnership. 
Crassus left for Syria in 55 BCE, where he was set on a lucrative invasion of Parthia. His initial stay in Syria proved successful as he extorted enormous riches from the local population and won several military victories in 54 BCE. He marched his army straight through the desert of Mesopotamia. His, far, his army eventually met with the forces of Serena in the city of Carhe. Oh, God, I should have just cut all that out. Despite being heavily outnumbered, the cavalry of Serena finally overcame the Roman heavy infantry, killing or capturing nearly all Roman soldiers. Crassus himself was killed after negotiations for a truce apparently turned violent. His death put an end to the first triumvirate, which resulted in a civil war between Julius Caesar and Pompey. Without sufficient sufficient cavalry and logistical support hampered by the campaign's lack of planning and the harsh desert terrain suffering little local treachery, the legions were unable to adequately face the 10,000 skilled mounted archers of Orodus II, the Parthian king. The Romans were encircled, trapped, forced to surrender and their eagle stands, forced to surrender their arms and their eagle standards. Crassus's men, being near mutiny, demanded he parley with the Parthians who had offered to meet with him. Crassus, despondent at the death of his son, Polybius. We don't we didn't get to see Polybius in the show. No, I think Polybius might be kind of based I mean Tiberius might be kind of based on Polybius, I'm not sure though. Yeah, maybe. Well, Crassus agreed to meet the Parthian general. But when he mounted a horse to ride to the Parthian camp for a peace negotiation, his junior officer, Octavius, suspected a Parthian trap, grabbed Crassus's horse by the bridle, instigating a sudden fight with the Parthians that left the Roman party dead, including Crassus. A story later emerged that after Crassus's death, the Parthians poured molten gold into his mouth as a symbol for his thirst for wealth. But yeah, I saw that on Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Crown for king. But... Others have said that it um, it was his the method of his death that his throat was open and they poured molten gold down his throat to kill him. So I'm I'm gonna guess that that's gonna happen to him in this in this show or maybe to his son. Someone's getting gold poured poured down their throat. There's no way that the writers of Spartacus read all this history and with all the the blood and gore that they like to do that they would leave off that out of their show <laughs> they're they're that's happening okay that's it i'm done okay i was trying yeah i read some of that but i didn't I don't remember all of it i um i'm most likely i'm not going to read that book about spartacus that i've been meaning to read for like three years now i don't think that's going to happen before the end of the show <laughs> why not um, do it probably could it's not that long uh we'll see um okay so the first episode is oh, i didn't write down the episode name so the first episode is moors in decepta <laughs> yeah Which what does that mean, mean i can't remember Oof. he translated it right there death is in something indeceivable let's look it up okay um death is inevitable as it originally aired March 15, 2013, directed by Jesse Warren, written by David Cobb and Mark Leitner. So David Cobb has worked on, in some capacity, on shows like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Flash, and Krypton. And Mark Leitner has worked on shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Tell Me You Love Me. <laughs> the lost. <laughs> well, you didn't like tell me you love me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I bet I maybe you, but we are the only two people that have ever heard of that show. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that show. It was. I think I may have sent in feedback about it, but um, you never send in feedback. Well, huh? You never send in feedback. Well, I used to. <laughs> I maybe didn't do it for this show, but it was it was a time where uh, I didn't have cable, so I was going back and watching all the HBO shows that I missed. Um, well, a lot of cable shows, most of them like HBO. I was watching them on Netflix, like one disc at a time. So I watched like Deadwood and Tell Me You Love Me and Band of Brothers and all that good stuff. And I rather enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So there's commentary for this episode by Rob Tappert, Jesse Warren, and the executive visual effects supervisor, Charlie McClellan. Were there a lot of effects in this episode? Probably lots of blood. Well, I'm playing it right now, and there's, 
there's do, they're doing good like wintery effects with oh, snow. The snow and, yeah, that was all. Yeah. They talked about that a lot. Yeah, because I think the last episode with Gannicus running through the city was kind of a bottle episode. They said they were like trying to save up their money for a <laughs> for you know a more expensive episode. Yeah. Well, it looks good. I mean, I, I've 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 thought that the show's production has been better in later seasons, and it was never as bad as the arena stuff. Like that was just <laughs> laughably bad, and since then it hasn't been as bad. And it's all done inside on green screen, which I kept bringing up over and over again. Okay, just nice. I mean, it looks really good. Sometimes the, it does. The scene with like all the Roman soldiers marching that was done with the massive software. And one thing I keep hearing about massive, a lot of this is hard to you know get everybody to do because it's AI and every soldier kind of has a mind of its own so it's hard to like get them to walk in formation or sometimes they'll just run off run away from the battle when they're supposed to be fighting whatever Each, i don't know if i were <laughs> i'll probably run away too like <laughs> fuck this <laughs> why am i here i'm playing the episode back right now and Crix crixus crixus is making all the faces it's got to be really tough to because now that I have it paused, I can see how the people behind them are not actually people, but computer generated people. Yeah, it's got to be very tough to turn around and give a rousing speech to a crowd of of a green screen. <laughs> yeah, I um, since I'm an accomplished actor now, I think I could probably do that. <laughs> an accomplished extra um i had to pretend i was talking to people and not well boy they were right in front of me but you know you're supposed to like not make a sound and pretend you're talking to people sorry what <laughs> oh, nothing <laughs> um i dropped my, my headphones fell out of my ears so um, I was just talking about how I've had to pretend I was talking to people. Oh, well, there you go. They were, they were like when I was an extra on that show. Oh. <laughs> um, so, what's, oh, so, you know, I'm trying to remember what happened now. So. <laughs> well, we don't have to go through it necessarily scene by scene, but um, yeah. I'm just watching it right now, and they're just getting ready for battle. That's all they're about to do. Okay. I think Spartacus is one. I mean, Crixus kind of wants to charge in head on like an idiot. And Spartacus wants to be more thoughtful and strategic about it. Yeah, that's most of both of these episodes. <laughs> that's been most of the season. Yeah. Oh, this is the one where they actually get into a fight for real where he smashes. Um, this is the one where he hits Spartacus. Oh, yeah. And they have their little fist fight, which um, I don't know. Maybe Spartacus kind of wins. Maybe nobody wins. And this is the one where a slave woman goes over to um, the slaves. Uh, <laughs> Core goes over. She wants to tell Crashes about what happened to her, but she doesn't get a chance. Do you think he'd care? I don't think he would care. Crashes? He might care that his son touched his woman, maybe. I feel like he wouldn't. I know they kind of show him being tender with her, but at the end of the day, she's his slave and he's a horrible person and he might maybe be angry at his son. But if she's going to him like she thinks he, he's going to stand up to her, uh, to his son and defend her and be loyal and faithful to her. Like, come on. No, that's not his personality. He's too much of a thug. He's gross. So why would he do that? I think he's gross, but I think he would still, I don't know. I have a feeling that he wouldn't like it, but I'm not sure why. I feel like, well, maybe he wouldn't blame her, but it's very tropey sometimes in these sort of scenarios where the woman goes, I was raped, and the man goes, well, it's your fault, and then considers her, like, tainted or something, and, and casts her out. And she's like, all, all I did was tell the truth. I came to you for help, and you turned against me. That's kind of figured or thought what would happen. But yeah, she never gets to tell him. She tells uh, Julius Caesar instead. Yeah, I think she would have. Um, I know he's, uh, he doesn't have like the best relationship with his son. I don't know, maybe he would have like beaten his son or something or cast him out. Who knows? 
if he did, it would only be because his son took something from him. I, I think not really because he defiled her. Yeah, it's possessive. Um, the um, Naysir, uh was it this episode or the next one? Well, he's very friendly with the pirate dude. Yeah, and the pi- the pirates, you know, sort of being held responsible for what his people did, like how they turned against Spartacus, but. He this this guy wasn't even wasn't in on anything. He just sort of showed up at the end, if I recall. Just oh, it's happening. Yeah, he didn't. He was like drunk or something. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, so they're being a little cruel to him. I think a little unfair. But Agaron sets him free. Yeah, a lot of people died during that snowstorm, and I didn't think they had a thousand people to lose. It just doesn't seem like it has, they have that big of an army, but they lost a thousand people. Yeah, well, apparently they have between 70 and 120,000, so. <laughs> well. Yeah. That's uh, rid- that is just, when you think of it from a historical context, that's ridiculous. That's a lot of people. That's like filling up a big arena. Times... To, like times five. Uh, oh, I don't know how big is your arena. <laughs> well, actually, it depends on the. I was thinking something like well, the football. Let's see, Madison Square Garden. So I'm looking, and I'm looking up the. Uh, Madison Square Christina. Garden is only twenty thousand. Yeah, mm. see, twenty thousand is about average, I would think. So. I thought our football field. Five arenas worth of people. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That's why I thought my college's football field held a lot more than that, but. Nope. Um, yeah, it has 55,000. Wow. But still, that's a lot of people. <laughs> it's a lot of people. It's not a, not nothing. Yeah, I'm watching the scene right now where this um, white, bald guy starts beating on the pirate. I don't know his name. What's his name? I just saw it. Briticus. Eh. Briticus. Yeah, it just starts punching and, yeah. Oh, I'm in the... Where am I? So, thousands were lost during the storm, but Gannicus <laughs> yeah, and Sybil, is her name, uh, found a way to keep each other warm. There's apparently debate about whether it'd be possible to do that in those kind of temperatures. And like, yeah, you can find a way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can. Yeah. I'm sure men can perform in frigid temperatures. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't well, know. That was the debate uh, <laughs> that they had right. on the show. On the commentary, you mean? Yeah. Well, I guess I I wonder um, if certain parts sh- shrink <laughs> when it's very, very cold. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you get warm enough, you get, a <laughs> you get excited enough. I guess now I'm see now I'm picturing Sybil rubbing Gannicus's cock like uh, she's trying to start a fire, <laughs> like you know, like how when you how you how yeah. you go up and down a little yeah. you know up and down <laughs> like pulling the sticks together. <laughs> like, okay, now now <laughs> now. <good. laughs> um, but yeah, poor Saxa though. What does she do? Nothing. You know, Saxa, I, and I really like this. Is not jealous at all. Is not you know doesn't lash out against Sybil or anything. She's she's like, you know, you're having a little fun, but you're going to come back to me because, I mean, come on. She's, so she's just like, like, eh, whatever. I know my worth and uh, you're going to miss me sooner or later. So at least that's how she, the, what she projects to me. Yeah. Instead of letting those thousand people go to waste, Sparkus makes a bridge out of them. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Can't let a good body go to waste. Yeah, that was weird. And, uh, sneak attack and you know, kill the little... I don't know, I guess there just was a small group of Romans that were apart from the others. I mean, I guess the the problem here with this show is that I don't know really the geography of the place. I don't know if they're winning, losing. Um, they can tell us that because of the weather, things are dire. I'm not really sure... What when they are succeeding in battle when they're not like I I can't really tell I I don't know how the landscape is changing I don't really know how the show could even convey such a thing it's um, yeah they even said on the commentary it was hard to tell hard to convey the uh, geometry and they weren't sure if it was coming across the way it was supposed to yeah I don't know I mean I know how it ends so <laughs> that's 
it doesn't really matter, I suppose. Um, and yeah, and then Crassus, Crassus. Oh well, the pirate saves Agron's life. That was a a little beat there. He kind of nods at him. Is this when um, Crassus is looking at the bodies, and then they surprise him by lobbing like arrows at him or spears at him? Maybe. I think that's my quote of the episode. <laughs> comes from that scene. One of my notes is just, and they fuck. And this could literally be any scene in this show. <laughs> that is no. not specific at all. Why did I write that note? When did that have that, the one time I remember is when um Cresses and his and Core or Oh and then Sybil it and It could have been then. It could have been then. It could have been then. Or the Caesar and his little women. Yeah, was that this episode? Yeah, he he had uh, two ladies bouncing on his lap. Okay. There was a Roman soldier named Rufus, which I thought was funny. Um, ends up getting shot in the shoulder. I like the name Rufus for <laughs> So, yeah. Without going into detail, just a yes or no, was the finale of Watchmen good? <laughs> yes. Good. That's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, it's been... Two weeks, so I'm having trouble remembering a lot about these episodes. This episode, yeah, 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 I don't, I don't know. So, um, let's not waste each other's time. Uh, let's look through our notes. Uh, the kid got his own command. Good for him. Oh, the the noble woman, I don't know her name, is now in Spartacus's camp, and she's oh, she's hooking up. Well, she's getting chummy. Yeah, lighter that um, she was the yeah. She's been branded. I have a note that. She saved two of his own. I don't remember that happening. I don't know. What that was saying. the last episode. Is that what you're talking about? When she helped Gannicus and Sybil escape from the city, I think. Oh, so that counts as saving? Okay. I think so. I guess. Yeah. I. Okay. She helped them get out. Hmm. Uh, buddies. So people. Why did those people go outside and freeze to death? What? Why did they do that? It seemed like they were making some sort of point, and then they just died. Uh, the ones whose bodies were... I thought they were going to pray or something. Yeah, pray, but okay, but why? And to whom? Who were they praying to? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. And why is Gannicus going with them? Just wanted to pray to the gods for... Can't they do that inside somewhere? No. <laughs> you can't pray inside. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody who goes to church. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go outside. Go outside. You're doing it wrong. Gods can't hear you if you're inside. <laughs> no. But it is God's house. But he's when he's in his house, he can't hear you. <laughs> he's up in heaven. Oh boy. I think that's the gist of that episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So Tiberius, we're, um, we're terrible, by the way. I know. We uh we have to do better for the finale. Yeah. So the guy that played Tiberius apparently said if he knew what his character was going to do, he might not have signed on. <laughs> um, and there was something they're saying something about how all the people. I think they were talking about Caesar, the actor that plays Caesar, saying that he's going to have like a big career, like he's just moved to nope. L.A. Nope. Because <laughs> I said, um, I guess when they were recording that, Jai Courtney was starring in Die Hard, um, whatever one he was in, that was just opening up that weekend when they recorded this. Mm -hmm. Jai Courtney's not doing so bad. He was in Suicide Squad, Die Hard. Yeah, he's another one of those that just can't pick good projects. And it's sort of like, oh, if I take this, I'll be a, everyone will know me and... Then, you know, Suicide Squad did not do very well. I didn't, I never saw it, but my, it's my understanding that it was very poorly received and maybe it made back its money, but I don't think people were clamoring for another one. He is actually, um, um, he's actually only 33. I thought he was much older than that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're getting to that point where everyone's younger than us and it's extremely yeah. irritating. He'll be in the next Suicide Squad. That one will hopefully be better. It's got James Gunn working on it. Um, he looks like he's five years older than me. He's five years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, 
I, um, not that anybody cares, but I have started letting my beard grow out. Ooh, There's so sexy. much more gray in it now than it was last time I grew, which was only like three years ago. But the gray is like multiplied so much. Oh, that's nice. So you should keep stress. it. Should keep it going. That's uh, makes you distinguished. No. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I like. I like not being distinguished. <laughs> I like. Uh, I like my baby face. Any quotes from this episode? There's a naked man on a cross. That just happened when on my TV screen. That's nice. Speaking of naked men, <laughs> what do you see, Watchmen? <laughs> oh, I saw last week's. <laughs> yeah, last week. This. Um, any quotes? Caesar says, "Many a giant has tumbled to the afterlife, believing himself too big to fall." Okay. I don't know the context for that, but I wrote it down. Oh, Crixus said. The mighty Crassus shows fucking ass as he flees from us. <laughs> oh, Crixus. I know. You know, I know what happens in the next episode. <laughs> we do. You know, I spent two episodes going, I don't really care if he dies, and I'm kind of ready for it and sort of want it to happen. And then when it finally did happen, I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, he never really became buds with Spartacus. They... Kind of had a truce, but they never really became the sort of besties that I thought they would have done in this show. I really thought that they would become super, super tight, and they just never did. Yeah, Crixus can't be tight with anybody except for Nevia. Yeah. Oh, here's now I understand. Oh, okay. Well, I don't understand, but here's my question. They, they sneak in, they being the uh, rebellion into a Roman encampment. And this is where they find that naked man tied to a cross yeah. in a building. And I can't remember which one, it, which um, person it was, um, which character that was strung up there. But they, the Romans just left them there, left, or left that guy there and let them in because they wanted him to find him, which means yeah. that the, the soldiers that were posted outside the camp were really being set up to die. If the whole plan was to, pretend that you know that they're inside the camp and then this, then Spartacus's men were going to get inside and it turns out psych we're not really there after all but here's the body of your friend which means that those guys that were outside just keeping watch were not in on the plan because they got killed there's nobody in there yeah yeah they were just guarding an empty encampment and the whole, the whole that's what i'm saying they <laughs> must not have been told that all their friends inside went back outside and the plan was to let Spartacus in so it sucks for those five guys. Jerk. <laughs> <What a jerk. laughs> Donar was the name of the guy who's strung up. Isn't that a currency? Uh, Donar? yes, that sounds right. Now here's the question, though. You and I have played a lot of video games. Is this a is this a currency in the real world or in the Elder Scrolls? I think it's a real. Oh, the guy strung up was the guy who killed himself, I guess, last episode. Okay. I don't Instead of letting Caesar finish him off, he jammed a sword through his head. Uh, Donar. Um, There's the Dinar, but it, could, that, be, yeah, the, but it could be pronounced differently. Donar. Okay, Dinar is Iraqi money, so that's probably what I'm thinking. That's or Jordanian money, Kuwaiti money. It, it derives from, the, from Denarius, the coin of ancient Rome. Currently oh. used in Algeria, not going there, Bahrain, Iraq, Jordan, not going there, Kuwait, Libya, North Macedonia, Serbia, and Tunisia. I'm not going to any of those places, just so why not? Why not? Because I got places I want to go, and I don't have the time or the budget to do it. So I'm so sorry, Kuwait, but I'm not going to be able to visit. Oh, my friends. Actually, I think Kuwait actually is kind of a decent place to go. I should probably not say that. One of my friends wanted to go to, Ku I think it was Kuwait, to do like a year-long like um, respiratory therapy job kind of thing. I was like, you know, it's kind of dangerous <laughs> for people like us to be in some countries. I don't know what the laws in Kuwait are like, but... I try to avoid countries where I'm not allowed to drink. Yeah, and being gay is a crime punishable by death <laughs> or something. Yeah, not good. Not good, Bob. <laughs> um, so, who is the winner? Oh, who's the winner? Um, <laughs> Ganic is now 
I mean, he didn't freeze to death. He I could say, some. well, Sybil, she got some. Mm-hmm. She, uh, uh, what did Spartacus actually do in this episode? I don't you know? know. I, I, again, I can't keep track of if he's winning or losing. Is he ahead or behind? Who knows? I think they were behind, but maybe they got slightly ahead in these two episodes, at least. <laughs> slightly ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Like we know he's not going to win this thing, but <laughs> he maybe broke even. Well, I guess. I don't know. Like He built that bridge out of bodies to do what? I don't remember. To get across and attack. To get up the... Yeah, get over and attack the Romans. That little small Roman encampment. Not the main one. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that worked. Maybe he's the winner. I'm going to give it to Gannicus and Sybil. They can share. Because they fucked their way to warmth. <laughs> they survived by fucking. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Hey, body heat. Yeah. Who's the loser? Uh, I'm going to say it's like the four or five guys that were assigned to guard an empty camp just to be set up <laughs> to fail. That's a real loser job. There has to be someone who died like really spectacularly. I don't remember right now. Oh, this is the one where Navia got stabbed in the leg and Gannicus got, I mean, Crixus got really pissed off about it. God, Crixus is always pissed off about something. Um, this is why we're not friends. Because he, he's always pissed off about something. I can't be friends with people who are moody like that. So is it just like a negative mood or is someone who changes moods a lot or both? <laughs> I think both. Okay. I like I, I like I, steady I, people, you know? Kind of even keeled. I don't need a roller. I lived the roller coaster for like three years. And it was um, that's no anyway. big. That's, <laughs> it's too stressful. I know. That's probably why I have so much more gray now. Because never mind. He's never going to hear this. So I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I even told him one time. Like I'm blaming you for my gray hairs. <laughs> um. Uh, we can also say that the losers are losers are the people who went outside to pray and then died in the snow. That is a that's a real loser move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about the Chipotle I'm going to get as soon as we finish podcasting. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> um, All right. The best slay. Um, hmm. um, I can't remember if this is the one or the next one where somebody's head is suspended in air and they're the camera's zooming around while it you know, is frozen. I think it may be the next episode. I feel like that's every episode. <laughs> but the head, this one's the head is actually detached from the body. They made it seem like it was a big deal, like it doesn't happen. It happens very every often. episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a spectacular death. Well. Best lay, I'll give it to, I want to give it to Gannicus and Sybil. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Even though I ship uh, Gannicus and Saxa. Gaxa. <laughs> <laughs> um, ratings. Well, I wish this was fresher in my mind or I had written down a rating earlier. Um, seven out of ten. Okay, now I'm thinking of a funny rating. Reese, what are you chilling on? I give it um seven and a half out of ten um prayers um poorly thought out prayer circles. We're we're terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> we we cannot do this professionally. No. Um I've got uh seven out of ten bridges made from bodies. Nice. Uh the second episode is separate paths. Oh. The- <laughs> Kind of sounds like a church. Closing some windows. Okay. It was originally aired March 22nd, 2013. Directed by TJ Scott and written by Brent Fletcher. And this one, I don't know if I accidentally, this I coin, I kind of accidentally uh, found out there were two commentaries on this episode. And I don't know if any of the other ones had two commentaries or not. And I just didn't realize it, but now I want to go back and check. <laughs> but I only listened to one commentary because I didn't have time. It was, um, well, I didn't have time back then. I guess I could have in the meantime. But, um, I listened to the one by TJ Scott, uh, the lady that plays Nevia and the lady that plays Saxa. 
Oh, how was that? It was fun. The um the other one I think had um Liam McIntyre and a producer or something. I don't know. I, don't know. I found out they have a term for when s- they call it surprise sex instead of saying that someone got raped. So whenever that's, that's, whenever that's on the call sheet, that's when you know that's going to happen. Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, he he just surprise sexted her. Yeah. You mean he raped her? Like yeah. that's it. Sounds I guess so. That's, I guess like, oops, to be like oops, a, it's just surprise sex. No, <laughs> it's not. That's not good. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Supposed to be a euphemism, make it not sound as bad, but no, you want weird. rape to sound bad. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> that's really bad. So they're running through the woods, and it's like the same woods we saw was it last season. The same CG woods. <laughs> Crixus wants to go to Rome. <laughs> Spartacus wants to go to the Alps. Okay. Which I think is actually historically true that Spartacus at one point was thinking about just taking everybody and you know leaving the country, trying to just get away from it instead of like continuing to fight. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a very smart. <laughs> I think he should have done that. Uh, but so yeah, so they, they're gonna have a party to celebrate Crix's leaving, I guess. Yeah. And then they discover Core or Core Cora, whatever. That she's left. She leaves the camp. Although they, they. No, I mean the oh, slaves discover her because she's in the camp helping. Oh. A baby bird. I think last episode the she's Romans stuck. discovered that she had left. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I didn't want to. I did want to have a note about that. Is that they immediately suspect or just know that she defected. Why would they not suspect she was abducted or some other thing? Why did, how do they know immediately that she left of her own free will to join the other side? That's a good question. <laughs> so yeah, she, um, so I guess, um, she's joining the rebels Though not everybody's happy about it. So I guess, I wonder how many people went with Crixus if he's planning to destroy Rome. Like, you only have like a hundred people <laughs> mm-hmm. who will follow you. <laughs> and apparently it's a lot of people. And Agron, Agron says, yeah, I want to go to. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Run away with your boyfriend. Come on. You know, life is short. You no, know, like I'll never be a farmer. And like, I hate Navia. Can I just say that right now? Yeah. I hate her stupid face. She, the way that she, the way that she lo- <laughs> looks, she's got the way that she sticks her face out makes an angry face. Like I just don't buy it. I don't like it. I don't like her. She's moody and she only has the one mode, which is angry all the time. Angry. I get that life's not happy for you, but she's very one note. Yeah. What happened to Saxa? Did she? Saxa's amazing. I love Saxa. Did she go with what? Did... No, I think she stayed. She stayed behind. Okay. Because yeah. Gannicus didn't go with them. Did not go with um, Crixus and Agron. And uh, Spartacus um, and Leta. That's... Okay, here's a weird Whoopi. scene. There's some Roman soldiers walking through the woods, and there's a decapitated head on the ground. Oh, and, yeah. And this guy, this Roman soldier, just like he he sort of like tilts the head a little bit and then sniffs his fingers. What'd you do that for? How do you tell if it's dead? <laughs> well, I could tell he was dead because his head wasn't attached to his body. <laughs> why? Why did you touch that, that, that dead head? Why'd you do that? Different times, different times. He's a real Fox Mulder. <laughs> Loves touching gross stuff. Um... Um, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember like a party and some drinking, another like n- a lot of naked people humping. Yep. That's every episode. Yeah. This is the one that Crassus beats up another senator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wrote, oh, you could beat up senators? Watch out, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see, like, Cory Booker or somebody just go beat the shit out of Mitch McConnell. It's like, oh, you can do that? You can beat up Senator. Watch let's out. Send, coming for you. Let's send this episode to Cory Booker's office and say, this is, this is what you got to do. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 
Caesar's really upset about this and yeah, your daddy's going a little too far and um Oh, this is um are we talking about the confrontation between Tiberius and Caesar? I think it, I think at one point he um brings it yeah, I think yeah. And he kind of threatens to tell his dad or daddy about Kor, and Tiberius just decides to um Surprise sex him. <laughs> <laughs> I lose the right train of thought. I'm trying to remember one of them hit the other, I think. Yeah. One of them hit. Yeah. Um, Caesar gets hit in the face with like a container of liquid or something. And then yeah. he gets surprise sexed. Yeah. Yeah. That kid has one go to move, which is rape people. That's his one thing he does. That's his one trick. <laughs> yeah. One trick pony. Apparently, um, Caesar and Tiberius are like besties off camera, but on camera, nope. Well, <laughs> you're telling me that that actor was, if I had, no, God, if I had known that playing the son of a, of a famous Roman general in this Spartacus show, I was going to, you know, look bad. I mean, like, what'd you think? You thought you were going to be the good guy? <laughs> Probably didn't know he was going to surprise sex two people in okay, one season. Let's all stop saying that. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up again. Um, there's also a moment when Crixus smashes a thing of liquid against Spartacus's face. So it happens in both scenes. Yeah, I think it was last episode with, uh, Crixus and Spartacus. Um, ah, okay. They run together for me. I remember them talking about it in the, uh, commentary. It was Tapper. What are you boys doing? (laughs) Max is such a, he's not very, um, Aw, poor puppy. Reese, don't Reese. That's gross. Don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm so distracted. Stop it, dogs. Um, yeah. So, and then the next day when they're off to go fight, <laughs> Caesar can't ride a horse. I guess he's walking into battle. Yeah. Okay. Anything else interesting happening with Spartacus and people? They kind of separate their ways. Crixus has a lot of battles, I guess, on his way to Rome. Mm. But it turns out that Rome knows. My notes are not made to be read two weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Because most of my notes could apply to any scene in any episode. Like this one. Furious fucking. Okay, (laughs) what is that? What is that? Another one is... (laughs) Another one's a 12-year-old boy directed this. That's every scene. Looks like it was directed by a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, oh, I remember they found out that um, they knew that uh, Crixus was going west and uh, Caesar wanted to warn. I think this was kind of where things got to a boiling point. Caesar wanted to, you know, go to Rome and defend it. And Tiberius was saying, you know, let's do what my father says. I think Crixus was saying that he wanted to go after Spartacus's group. Well, they were weak. Well, let's skip ahead to uh, Spartacus and Leda having a nice fuck. That could have been my furious fucking uh, comment. <laughs> Probably. He's um, uh, they're doing it right by the little pool that these Romans have in their houses. Just because if you have if you're a Roman and you're rich, you just have a shallow pool of standing water in your house. This <laughs> just, is also their drinking water. I'm just kidding. (laughs) What season was it where they were running low on drinking water? Uh, I think it was season one. They were going through a drought. Yeah. But um, so this this sex scene, let me just describe it. Spartacus is on his back and his head is like right near the water. And she kind of like pushes his head like underwater. It's very sexy. It's very sexy. Because then when when he sits back up, his... His his uh his hair is all wet. They're all wet together. Okay. I guess very she's wet trying to thing. drown him or something. No, she just likes him moist. <laughs> moist. <laughs> so, what did you think about the expanse? <laughs> I've I've only watched the first episode. Why? What's how's I've that seen related? The first two. No, mm-hmm. it was just something popped up on my computer an advertisement for the expanse. Ah, such a good show. I know. <laughs> Uh, the first episode, I was almost, I was getting emotional <laughs> watching the first episode. I was so glad this show is back. Yeah. 
She got to walk on land for I the was, first time. Oh, she looked at the sky, and then she got dizzy, and then she <laughs> fell down, and she was like, nope, nope, I got nope. it, I got it. Oh, I love it. That show is so good. Uh, Oh, and I got to see Kara Drum and or was Kamina Drum and Kamina. Oh, she's my favorite. Oh, (laughs) she's good. Um, and Bobby is looking really cute too. I love with her hair down. She looks really (laughs) yeah. Nice. Oh, Bobby. Oh, and she got in. Oh, never mind. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying not to watch them too fast because we'll have to wait like a year probably before we see any more. Right, I'm trying to go a couple days between episodes. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to binge it, and I mean, I know I'll rewatch it at some point. Um, and I'll also watch a lot of YouTube reactors watching it because that's what I do now. Like when I'm making dinner, like instead of watching something I could give my full attention to, it's like, oh, I can watch. People on YouTube watch a show I've seen before and listen to them react to it. It's really no different than intro casts. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Naomi, I love Naomi, I love. Okay, we can't just talk about The Expanse and how amazing it is right now. <laughs> uh. Um. No okay, well. Let's see here. There was a party. Senator got slapped. Caesar got raped. Spartacus and Lita had sex. She's in a cabin in the woods, by the way. That Is actress. She? Yeah. Yeah. What's the lady Ellen Holman? She was in something. Race. The fuck are you doing? Oh, <laughs> there's a moment um, when Crixus's army is they're charging at the soldiers, and Crixus like does the thing where he runs up the shield. That's ridiculous. And then it then there's just a bunch of fake fire effects, and you have uh, Crixus Navy and Agron in front of and in front of them, and then sort of the fire is sort of like behind them and in front of them. It's it's so fucking cheesy, like it's it's bad. Oh yeah, they said they were trying to bring back kind of the comic book feel a little bit. Oh, oof. oh, the Saxon was in Into the Batland. I saw that earlier. We should do that show next, but not She's really. In three episodes. Um. Yeah, so they're winning. Lance Hendrickson's on that show for some reason. I've heard that. Yeah, he's um, he's good. (laughs) Understatement of the century. (laughs) He's pretty. He's pretty good. Yeah, but it turns out that they um actually were going to protect Rome. I guess they got words from Rome, or they hot-tailed it. High-tailed it. Is that the right word? I high-tailed it out. High-tailed it there to Rome. Oh, high-tailed it back, I suppose you could do yeah. that. So there is a fun little scene where Spartacus's people, not Spartacus, well, yeah, there's his people, but he's not there. Uh, Crixus's people light a bunch of balls on fire, and then they poke them with sticks, and they big balls of fire roll down the hill at the Roman soldiers, which really ultimately doesn't do much. It takes a couple of them out. Sort of, kind of. But for the amount of work it probably took to set all that up, eh, not worth it. Yeah. It looked like it knocked him down really more than it did anything. Because then the next scene, you see Crixus charging with his people down the hill. And they put a dent in maybe like 2% of the population. Maybe. Not even that. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Looked cool. Didn't do much. Logistically... I don't know. People weren't smart back then, were they? <laughs> they just weren't smart. <laughs> they weren't, you know, well, as efficient as Not to are. bring up uh, Hooplecast again, but we on our last episode, we were talking about um, the Civil War and that people would go have picnics. This is, I think this is what Carol said, so. But she's usually right about everything. But people would go have picnics at the battlefield where the battles were going to be. And then they would be like, oh, well, this isn't fun at all. People are getting are dying horribly. <laughs> and you're like, what? That can't be true. That's idiotic. Yeah. People use anything as an excuse to get together and... <laughs> an excuse for to get together. No. It's like, God, people really were stupid back then. Oh, boy, yeah, people. Not even back then. Even more recently, people were still pretty stupid. <laughs> oh, people are very stupid all the time throughout yeah. Yes. But more stupid back then. Yeah. These people aren't even wearing pants. 
<laughs> I've been watching this show for four seasons, and it still annoys me that they're not wearing pants. Put pants on. Do they really wear? Do they really not wear? Did, were there anybody who wore? I guess they wore like tunics, maybe. I don't know. I just feel like so I would be cold. I would be cold without pants. Be sick all the time. So yeah, they finally engage with um, the Roman soldiers, and it sucks. It's people we like start getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel bad that Agron was killed. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he he looked like he did. It would be weird if he didn't. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Caesar. Yeah, well. But and then our boy. <laughs> oh, I hope. I want Caesar to pour molten gold down that kid's throat. Yeah, R.I.P. Crixus. Yep, Crixus gets decapitated. Um, See it in Nivea's eyes. So Manu Bennett is the only person that has been in every episode up till this point. I can't remember if he's in the, if, they, if he shows up somehow in the next two or not. I'm sure they could do a flashback or something. So again, I I wanted all episode for him to get killed, and then when it finally happened, I was a little upset. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, not Crixus. Then I'm like, wait a minute, I hate him. <laughs> Why do I care? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you go your separate paths? Should listen to Spartacus. Could be having a baby with um Nevius, and we're in the Alps, across the Alps. Yeah, they've done enough. It's time for someone else to sacrifice and risk their lives yep. you've earned yourself a vacation <laughs> you've got some pto yeah cash in that pto going your sabbatical yeah take some time off write that book you keep talking about how you're gonna write this book i don't see you writing that book now, that script you've been working on coming along. How's, how's that screenplay? <laughs> I, I see you take your laptop to Starbucks saying you're going to work on your screenplay. I don't think you're working very hard. <laughs> Too late now. I hope you back that thing up to the clouds. Somebody else can work on it. Mm, right. So, right, Reese. L- uh, that's enough for that episode. Uh, let's do our uh, summary stuff. What do we do? Um, what, what are the quotes. segments? Quotes. Quotes. Um, I wrote down, we have but nipped... The ankle of the beast. No. How? Yes, maybe. Possibly I wrote that down wrong. Spartacus said that. I wrote Cody. What do you want? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I wrote down, I find myself in shameful altercation. He just looks so defeated when, um, that's Caesar, when Crassus was asking him, I guess, the next day, like, why he was looking so beat down. Yeah. Um, winner, who's the winner? I think Spartacus won because he had really hot sex. And he I don't didn't know. get killed by. He didn't get killed. He didn't have to be in battle. Romans. All up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know. Loser. This Crix is just the easy answer. Yeah. Sears' boyfriend ran off to die. I could say that uh, Corey, the slave girl, was the winner because she actually um, she got away from an abusive relationship. And now she's being welcomed into a scenario where she's being uh, put to use and she's doing some good. She brought a baby into the world. That's good for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> any other thoughts on loser? I guess maybe, maybe Caesar lost. Yeah. I don't want to think about that <laughs> anymore. Uh, best slay. Oh, I'll give that to Crixus. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to give mine to when Crixus. Shove that sword in that guy's throat. That was gross. It was very bloody. Like right down his into his mouth. Oh, oh yeah, the guy at the beginning. Okay. I think it was toward the end. Yeah, I must be thinking about something else then. When they're questioning a guy to try to find out something that he's being a dick and okay. So since I give you information you spare my or spare my life. But um most of my train is it's almost there. It's, never mind. Best lay best lay sparty yeah it was good times it's hot and wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh ratings i like this one better than the last one i did too I so i'll give it eight out of ten um decapitated galls r.i.p Crixus. i liked it a lot i will give it nine out of ten great balls of fire <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm going to give it nine out of ten fantasies of Mitch McConnell being slapped in the face. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Tur- turtle head. Feedback. I know he got some feedback. Nice. Written or audio? Email. Yes, the written digitally. If I can. All right, Reese, just give me some coming. People send us feedback? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we didn't get feedback. Never mind. All right. Maybe. You better look carefully. Oh, there it is. How come it wasn't showing up? Um, oh, oh. I was looking at the Sensate account. Never mind. <laughs> uh, this is from Steven. Steven? Steven? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I want to say his last name or not? I would say Steven. Episode 7, Morris Indecepta, Death is Indeceivable. This episode is full of A, fun camera work, and B, more unfortunate double entendres when it comes to Tiberius and Kor. Like, men must choose proper moment to seize pleasure. Mine is forever entwined with your own. Tiberius to Daddy Crassus, how deeply have you been pierced by the boy? Mm, yeah, I remember that. Caesar asked Kor, you've helped move him from the boy he was to the man he is. Oh, wait, I've been doing that backwards. The first one was Tiberius to Crassus. The second was Caesar to Kor. The last one was Crassus to Kor. Uh, historical fun fact. As depicted in this episode, when Spartacus reacted to the Britum Peninsula, or when he retreated to the Brutium Peninsula in the southwest of Italy, Crassus tried to pin up the slave armies by building a ditch and a rampart across the peninsula of Regium to Brutium, from sea to sea. Despite this remarkable feat, Spartacus, Spartacus and part of his army still managed to break out. On the night of a heavy snowstorm, they sneaked through Crassus's lines and made a bridge of dirt and tree branches over the ditch, thus escaping. Here's the Wikipedia source. Uh, nipple count eight, cock count one, rating nine out of ten wine and, wine and the warmth of thighs. Episode 8, Separate Paths. Still hating Tiberius for all the reasons. Once again, negative one to my overall rating. <laughs> which is sad because Separate Paths has all the hallmarks of a great Spartacus episode. Group orgies, beautifully choreographed fight scenes, over-the-top gore, and even some Roman scheming and backstabbing. Yep. Crix is played by Manu Bennett, the longest-running actor of the series, Delivers a pair of fabulous speeches, which is fitting since he, since this is his swan song episode. A tasteful end to the undefeated Gaul. Bravo. With his departure, it certainly feels like the end is near. Yeah, it does. I wonder in the last two remaining episodes if there are any opportunities for additional sexy time. This episode's group orgy might have been the last hurrah. No, don't say that. Look, there's time for more orgies. There's always time for orgies. <laughs> You just Historic. gotta, you gotta just schedule it. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say, all right, Friday, this Friday, we're gonna have an orgy. And you gotta put it down on the calendar. You gotta stick to it. And don't let anyone interrupt. Yeah, <laughs> even the Roman Roman soldiers. Don't anyone say, I'm sick this week. Can we do it Thursday? You say <laughs> no. We gotta do it Friday. Otherwise, it's gonna be two weeks before you could have that orgy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you will have forgotten. So and you'll forgotten a lot of things. <laughs> I've been sick so much the past couple of months. It's really no fun. And then when you have that orgy, you stumble through it with really bad memory. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say that I, except for the, some of the faces that Manu Bennett makes, the kind of like slack-jawed yokel, gawker, kind of like eyes bugged out face. In general, I really did like him on the show. <laughs> Other than like 90% of... <laughs> <laughs> of how he looked and what he did and how he stood and how he... <laughs> he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Um, <laughs> you said it. Okay. Uh, historical fun fact: as depicted in this episode, Crixus and about thirty thousand followers appear to have separated from Spartacus and the main body of escaped slaves toward the end of seventy-three BC. His contingent encountered a Roman army under the command of the Roman consul Lucius Gallius Publicola near Mount Gargano in 72 BC. Crixus, who is said to have fought bravely in a losing effort, was killed in the conflict. 
Nipple count, 18. Cock count, 0. Rating, 9 out of 10. Look at the cock on this one, dangling as if from Jupiter himself. Season total, nipple count, 108. Cock count, 4. Thank you for doing Thanks, the all-important Steven. Man, it's, it's such a... <laughs> it's a tough job. There. Yeah, I mean, the ratio, ratio of nipple to cock is so uneven. Mm. Maybe they'll make up for it in the next two episodes. So, yeah. All right, what are the next two episodes? So I had them open a second ago. But, uh, so next episode is The Dead and the Dying, and the one after that is Victory. Well, I a part of me wonders if they're going to do the Inglorious Bastards thing where they rewrite history. I kind of think that they're not going to because you just posted that thing on Facebook where it's like the time Spartacus made us cry, and you write, well, the last one is how is a spoiler for how it ends, but we all know how it ends. So you're kind of intimating that it's going to be a disaster. But I kind (laughs) of wondered if they would, I don't know. They always say their show is history adjacent and they don't do it exactly the same as it happened. (laughs) Because some of the people I think have already died long before now. True. But I, I can just see a scenario where, the, they're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, we want Spartacus to win, and in this, he's going to win, and that's going to be that. Or a scenario where his army loses, but he survives, and people think he's dead, but they really, like, smuggle him out, or he disappears, and he decides, like, I, I can't do anything more live. My my death in means, like, if I'm die- dead, quote-unquote, then I'm a martyr that might inspire people, so I'm going to slink off, and then, you know... Becomes a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> In Oregon. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see. Because the name Victory is such a weird title for what we expect to be a downbeat ending. Unless we're really giving the title to the Romans. It's a victory for them. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Hopefully we won't wait two weeks between. <laughs> yeah, when we when we set it up, we better execute. Execute. All right. Still fun, though. Yeah. Y'all know where to find us. Nope. Where's that? Oh, it's at mail at spartacast.com, spartacast.com, twitter.com slash slash sparta underscore cast. And it's a Facebook group. Search for Spartacast. I think people should also send us money. Yeah. Like lots of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Send me... I think you could send money through Gmail. Why don't you, yeah. why don't you do that? Send us... $10,000. Send us PayPal. <laughs> okay. You go have your Chipotle. Yes. I will do that now, and I will let, take my dogs out because they're complaining and have my Chipotle. Nice. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.